0: Colossians 3, 16 and 17, I wish I could really, you're looking, it all fits on the screen right there, yeah? It's it's not very long, and yet there is so much in here, and we're only going to hit a few of the things. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, in all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another, in psalms and hymns. And spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. We could pause on any one of these little phrases or words To to draw out, what does it mean? What does it look like for me to worship the Father in spirit and truth? We could focus in on singing with grace in our hearts. Like, if there's grace in your heart, it got there from somewhere. It got there from somewhere. If there's grace welling up in your heart, it's probably from good teaching, like what Matt brings you regularly where you're just constantly bringing us back to the grace of God, the grace of God, the grace of God. It's foundational. We could hone in on let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Getting God's word into our hearts produces worship from our hearts. But what Matt asked me to focus on came from the two of us Walking laps, uh, a few weeks ago, we meet, we meet at least once a month, just the two of us, to talk and pray for each other, pray for each other's churches, uh, just to encourage and strengthen each other, and as we were walking laps around Audubon Park, we were talking about what we're doing, and I just mentioned this, this verse, and singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, and he just goes, stop, stop. Can you can you come and help help us? Help us with this. Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. I wasn't sure. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to look just at this speaking and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. So the big question is what is a psalm? What is a hymn? And what is a spiritual song? Why does Paul list three things here? Couldn't he have just said speaking to one another in songs? But he did it. Speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Now, we have this book in the middle of this book that we call the Bible with 150 psalms in it. Do you know what they are? songs it was kind of like the hymnal of the people of Israel there was these these poems that came out that were set to music they weren't believe it or not every one of these psalms was not meant just to be read and thought of poetically it was meant to be sung but when paul is talking about using psalms what he's talking about is pulling from not just the 150 psalms, but pulling from Scripture directly and singing it. Singing Scripture. So Paul's saying, one of the ways, when you come together and everyone has something to bring, everyone has something to share, and you might think, well, Nick leads worship, you know, today John leads worship. That's not really my, my deal But you have in your Bible. 150 that are already written for you, but you can turn to almost anywhere where God has been really encouraging you in your own reading during the week. And you just begin to sing it, maybe you sing it to the Lord. Maybe you sing it. To the church. Some of you just like felt like shivers go up or down your spine, or just like just begin to break out in a cold sweat. Like you've got to be kidding me! No, don't even do that to me. Don't worry, I'm not going to do that to you. God is maybe going to do that to you, but I'm not going to do that to you. <laughs> just note: when we come together, each of us has something. It doesn't say each of us has to have the same thing. But if you look back in in the the 150 psalms, we're not going to read them all. That would take way longer. Matt asked me to speak very shortly and then get us into a time of applying everything that we've been doing over the last few weeks. So I'm just going to read you a little list. Things that are found written in God's word just in the 150 psalms about celebrating and worshiping. God. And this is not exhaustive. Boasting, celebrating, springing, leaping. Anyone? Anyone been doing any leaping lately? And kneeling, lifting hands a little safer now. Clapping hands. We did a little bit of that already. Shouting, singing, playing instruments, round dancing. Hmm. I have yet to see this one probably in the last decade in the church, unless I've been in Africa, and they love it over there. Round dancing. Standing. A little more comfortable. Being still and listening. Oh, the introverts went, hallelujah. Serving the poor and needy. Worshiping not only with our mouths, but with our whole lives. And more. These things are, are expressions that God has put into his word And when we say we're going to sing the psalms, have you ever thought about singing and actually applying what you're singing? What if we did? That's just the psalms. We could turn into the the New Testament. We're actually going to hit one in a minute. Psalms are singing scripture back to the Lord. But what we do, we don't want to just sing we want to engage with our whole lives with what we are singing. That was what the people of God in the, the Old Covenant, that's what, that's what they were intended to do, was to engage, what am I singing? What has David or Asaph or Haman, all these different guys, what, what were they writing for us to, to sing, and why did they write that? Because they wanted us to engage with it. That's just the Psalms. Then we have the hymns. Hymns. These are humanly composed songs. You know, both of the songs we sang already today, both of those songs are hymns. Hymns are just humanly composed songs based on Scripture, not, not limited to Amazing Grace or I don't know what your favorite favorite classic Hymns. For me, I think if a, if a hymn is classic, it's probably at least 100 years old. I don't know what your favorites would be. One of my favorites is the hymn Here is Love, uh, written in, I think, 1906. But we can think of it, a certain song structure as being a hymn. But no, hymns are songs that we write. Like somebody like Nick, creative Nick, sits down and writes some lyrics out for the church then to come and sing on a theme together. And we, we, we focus in on some attribute, some aspect of, how, of who God is, what God does. And we focus in on that, we write a song about it, and we sing it together. That's a hymn. Paul says, you speak to one another through scripture songs, psalms, through hymns, songs that we write about God and through Spiritual songs. Spiritual songs. So we have our psalms and hymns not spiritual? No, they are. Spiritual songs literally is songs of the spirit. Spirit songs. They're unplanned. They're unrehearsed. They're unprepared. Meaning we have a much lower standard of 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 how should this rhyme scheme work, who cares? It's basically what is God dropping in your heart to sing to him? Can it be according to scripture? Absolutely, you can grab, I'm gonna have us turn to one in a little bit, and we'll just kind of use it as an example. It's in the moment, and we're expressing what God is saying to us or expressing what we desire to say to him. Now, this is a kind of a cool one. This is from Hebrews 2.12. I'm reading this from the New King James. You can read it from ESV. You can read it from NIV. You can read it from your Holman. You can, whatever you want, it's basically going to say the same thing. Hebrews 2.12 Referencing Jesus saying, I will declare your name, Father, I will declare your name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembly, that's the ecclesia, that's the church, us, the gathered people of God. In the midst of the assembly, I, Jesus, will sing praise to you, Father. How cool is this? You know, the scripture says where two or more are gathered in my name, says Jesus, there am I, I am there in the midst with you, I'm gathering with you. That means that this morning as we're gathered, the spirit of Christ is gathering with us with the intent to worship the father and to speak the heart and the will of the father to us. Whoa. And I love that he says, I'll declare your name. To my brethren, right? I'm going to declare your name. And then in the midst of the assembly, I will sing praise to you. You ever think about Jesus singing? Jesus sings. He sings to the Father. That's super cool to me. Not just because I'm a musician, but because it makes me think differently about Jesus. Now, the author of Hebrews where we find this verse, is applying this to Jesus, saying it's Jesus who does this, but he's quoting from Psalm 22. Psalm 22, 22. Now, I'm going to flip back there in my Bible. This is not on your screen. Psalm 22. If you have a Bible, it'd be a good place to turn for where we're going to be going here as we worship together. Psalm 22, I'm just going to read at verse 22. I will tell of your name to my brothers. In the midst of the congregation, I will praise you. And then it goes on in verse 23. You who fear the Lord, praise him. Praise him. Now there's seven different Hebrew words for praise, what we're not talking about today. And they all have nuances to them, and the one that's used here speaks specifically about singing praise, singing praise, which is why in Hebrews it says, "I will sing praise to you." So Jesus is declaring the name of His Father to us in our midst. So when Tracy invites you, like he has already, saying, "Hey, as as we're worshiping, if you feel like you're you're hearing from the Lord, you feel like you have." A word from the Lord or scriptures coming to your mind. Or we'll we'll weigh it together. We'll like we'll we'll test that and then we'll see if this is for the church. What we're saying is, so Jesus is declaring the name of the Father to us, the character, the full attributes of God. When we gather. So I hope that we're all learning how to leave room. For Jesus, My notes say, are we leaving room for Jesus to speak through the Holy Spirit to us? That sounds a little bit pointed. Are we, learning, are we learning to do this? Or are we leaving room to do this? I would say, are we learning to leave room to do this? I think we could all be like, yeah, I think I'd be willing to learn to do this. And then Jesus is praising the Father. How is he doing that? Often he's doing that through us, through his Spirit, and with us. Through us and with us. The Holy Spirit, in submission to Jesus, longs to express worship and praise through our mouths and bodies. So we can come this morning and offer our bodies, it says in Romans, we can offer our bodies as living sacrifices. So we're just going to apply. Now, if you're thinking, this is brand new to me. I'm just I'm processing psalms, hymns, spiritual songs. I'm supposed to sing on the fly in front of people. Well, try it quietly. You don't have to get in a microphone. Try it quietly. Just begin to worship, not just with words that are on the screen. But maybe you use Psalm 22. There's a whole lot in there. The very beginning of that is when Jesus cries out from the cross, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And it moves all the way through toward the end. Kingship belongs to the Lord and he rules over the nations. The very last verse, they shall come and proclaim his righteousness to a people yet unborn, that he has done it. And I left out a whole heck of a lot of Psalm 22. That's just one place. So as we start to go back into a time now of worship, I'm going to use some songs that you hopefully I think you will recognize most or all of them. But we're also going to just leave some time. I'll I'll play. I might jump in. And this is our time to let's hear from God. Maybe things you've already been doing as you've been spending time with Jesus this week. If you haven't been spending much time with Jesus this week, now's your moment. Spend time with Jesus and let's see how he begins to stir us to build up the church. It can be prophetic words. It can be words of knowledge or words of wisdom. It may be a song. It could be in English. could be not in English. We're just going to leave room and let's see what Jesus does. Sound good? All right. And there's no. this is not a high-pressure thing. If you need to stand sit, kneel, get out of your chair and go to the back, go to the side. It's all fine.